Right now is the time where board of directors, corporate secretaries, really need to step forward and say, okay, we have tremendous power, but also responsibility forming the world we want, or therefore being stewards of the future. This is Governance Matters, a podcast for corporate secretaries. Hi, everyone. I'm a little skeptical about the net result of entrusting much of our civilization's future to corporate boards of directors. I worry that they may not have the broad analytical wherewithal, or especially the institutional motivation to address the complex multiplicity of existential challenges facing the planet. But change we must. And so it follows corporate boards must also change. My guest today is playing a key role in helping to drive that change. Pele Bank Jorgensen is the founder of a group called Competent Boards. She's made it her business to help 21st century corporate leaders not simply redefine the purpose of their companies in society, but redefine their jobs as well. And she's written a highly practical book about how to do that. It's called Stewards of the Future. And here's our conversation. I actually have a fairly hard opinion on, on what it's going to take to change boards to actually make them what you want them to be, which is stewards of the future. Uh, mm-hmm. And we can get into get into that um, later on. But um, I'd like to know, I guess, you know, by implication, you say there are competent boards, but now, in your experience, how incompetent are boards today? What are they, <laughs> you know, how bad is it out there? Uh, if, if I look at the studies, then there's a study now on the 100 largest uh, companies in the world, and they found that 8% of those serving on the committees overseeing ESG, sustainability, climate, you know, call it what you want, uh, had some proven competences. Uh, 40% of them were um, ESG conscious. So that's that was in, I think, December last year. So this, the fall last year or something that they, they put that together. Pardon me, the that's year, a global study of, of global? That's a global? Yeah, that's a global study. The year before it was 17% that was ESG conscious. And, and other studies have been out also showing a you know a low number. It's it's going up fast. <laughs> or at least I'm I'm trying to to educate it, you know a lot of uh, a lot of board of directors and potential board of directors to to be competent, ESG competent, um, and um, you know so so in that sense clearly you know both the both the investors uh, as well as other stakeholders are starting to not only thinking that would be nice to have, but actually a need. Um, so, so you know, I see a huge demand from all of those that are coming and say, we would like to have that insight. We would like to have that foresight and, and therefore, hopefully, 
actually be able to make more informed decisions. Let, let me read something. One of the, uh, at the beginning of your book, May Reed Lavery, President and CEO of the Export Development Canada Company, writes, Stewards of the Future is a tool and guide for board members to be excellent leaders who guide and develop companies that create legacies beyond financial results. Who wouldn't want to be part of something that impactful? Well, you've just answered the question by your very existence. For some reason, lots of people don't want to be part of something that impactful. There's something that's just not motivating them to to get on the bandwagon. Jeff, I actually don't think that's fully fair. I think okay. we are seeing a rapid change. We are seeing a demand, and I see board of directors actually saying, yes, I want to be part of that. But, you know, when I went to school, and when many of us went to school, and the way that we have been looking at business for a long time, of not necessarily being with that lens. If you, it's not that many years ago, or years ago, where if you think about it, we had board meetings where it was like, okay, let's look at this, let's look at the strategy, let's not to the strategy, and not perhaps ask all of those tough questions. We did not have all of these demands from employees, from you know, customers, from those that are giving us finance, etc. You're, you're saying getting ESG issues on the board agenda was, was, was tough years ago. I, you know, I've been working in this space for 30 years. I am a business lawyer. I am an accountant. And there was not much there that would say, oh, let's, let's start to hear about what it is the stakeholders are looking for. Let's, huh. let's make sure that we, you know, know who our key stakeholders are. Often it was, okay, our key stakeholder would be finance and it would, you know, would be having the, the, the short term best return in terms of, of uh, financials, not necessarily looking out in, into the future. Um, so, so, but I, I actually, I do agree with you. I think, I think we have reached a tipping point of sorts. For years, yeah. the magazine uh, has been talking about, oh, you know, ESG is, is suddenly being taken seriously. I can remember 10, 15 years ago saying, this is just around the corner, and suddenly it's everywhere. It's being reflected in fund flows, and, and it looks like boards are just a little bit behind on the... Uh... Yes. But they're tipping, right? Right, okay. Exactly, exactly. And I don't think, yes, behind, but you can say the same, that we are behind on, on, on many other issues, and we are bombarded every single day with something new. You know, Gone are the days where perhaps we were talking about legal uh, compliance and perhaps, you know, soft law compliance. Now we are talking about, call it again, compliance, but but with stakeholder expectations. We're talking about some of the more exponential strategic questions Hmm. that the board members need to discuss. And in order to discuss that, you need to have the insight, you need to have that knowledge, you need to have the foresight. And you need to see the connections between all of these uh, areas. 
one of the things that I'm seeing is that, that you have board members saying, okay, climate, let's, let's, let's learn something about climate. And then, okay, let's learn something about diversity, equity, inclusion. Let's learn something about cyber. Um, let's learn something about some other areas. You need to have that integrated mindset where you see all of these different aspects and you're able to deal with all of those dilemmas. Let's just be, be honest. There are a lot more dilemmas today than we had three years ago, than we had even two months ago. We're now seeing a world where there's invasion of Ukraine and that's putting pressure. It's asking questions both to the board of directors, but also the corporate secretary. What are we doing in this situation? How do we ensure our employees, if, if we have employees in, in Ukraine, are safe? They're not. How do we, how do we help them? So how do we ensure that we can get our supply? What are the decisions we're going to take in terms of, of you know, Russia? So there are so many questions, and that's not the other questions about climate and the other questions about you know, um, talent and the great reshuffling, let's call it this. You know, that's not going away. The big questions about mental health, the big question about COVID and going back to work from the office or not, they are not going away. So you, you're seeing all of these aspects and what I'm hoping that we're doing and what I'm hearing we're doing is that we are educating or training board directors, corporate secretaries, you know, executives to navigate in that big, very um, difficult place and to see how do, we, how do we make decisions that are not only good for the short term or the long term, but both the short term and the long term. How do we think how we can be resilient in a world that is constantly changing? Well, you know, that sounds very uh, reasonable. But how do you, my question is, has, and has always been, how do, they, how do they get a pat on the head for doing that, essentially? What makes it worthwhile for them to do that? What does it take for, for them to be a steward of the future? Uh, how are they going to... You know, do they need a, a wing of the, the the local library dedicated to them? Do they need? <laughs> I actually have a theory on what they need, but but I'd like to have know what you think has to change. I think that that's also changing at the moment. Right now, it's probably. Do you want to also have your next board position? Have your what? Pardon me. Have, be elected for you and another board position. Hmm. Okay. Right. So there was a time not that long ago where, yes, you're right. It was um, you are good corporate citizens and, and therefore we award you for that. But it was not the normal. I think it's almost starting to be the other way around. Not yet. Not yet. But you're seeing more and more that those leaders that are able to show that they care about not only the employees, but all of the stakeholders, 
that are the material to, to the company, but also have the cash hmm. to actually do it, to hmm. balance that. They are the ones that both will you know, get get the investors that they deserve, get the employees that they deserve, get the the supply that we all are looking at right now and say, are we sure we can get the supply for the future? So it's a question of them getting getting reelected. That's the motivator well, for, uh, for Well, that's for 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 some, but I think for some it's also this is the this is their legacy, right? Um, do do you want to? I see from time to time where people say, "Well, my my children, my grandchildren, are asking me, what is it that that the business that that you're running or the business that you work for doing? Are you harming or are you helping?" I think my generation. I think, think Haley, that's that's where that's the most powerful effect. I think in some cases there has to be a full-on Lysistrata effect in the case of female spouses of, of, of some males. And I think, frankly, their, their sons and daughters have to, have to not talk to them anymore and give them dirty looks until, until they start to behave. And, and it's so got to be on the home front, really, a domestic, you know, all-out assault. Otherwise, I, I really sincerely, I don't see how they're getting a pat on the head for looking far to the future. That's the only way. What you've just said is, it's, it's what are your kids going to tell you? And 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 we're seeing that. I and I think, well, also earlier today, I heard this that, you know, if we don't do this at home, well, then my kids are going to come and tell me this and this. Hmm. But what I hope is that that we also can look at it from a business point of view and say, if we don't waste resources. Mm-hmm. we're actually going to make more money. So if your driver is to make more money, this makes sense. If your driver is to make sure that your employees are, you know, bring their whole self and have bring their innovative way of thinking and really help the company, well, this is the right thing to do. <laughs> if, if your goal is to make sure that you can get long-term investors or have you know cheaper capital this is the right thing to do and i can continue so the time where we were like oh yeah if i do this it's going to be costly that's over it's now if i don't do this it's going to be costly so i think you know that going back to that tipping point that that you talked about not everyone's seeing it fully yet but i think that we are seeing more and more um leaders hmm. and board members, corporate secretaries are smart people. They are really smart people. Otherwise, they would not be where they are. This is new, perhaps for some areas to look into and say, okay, this is something new that I need to understand that can actually help my company both from a compliance point of view, both from a, you know, improving the top line and the bottom line, but also in terms of innovation. And as you and I are talking about, be a, a steward, steward not only of the, the, the company right now, steward of the future and a steward for their own kids and, and their grandkids. Yeah, and I think the corporate secretary can usually uh, can be kind of like a Trojan horse in that in that mm-hmm. effort, frankly. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, and and you know you you mentioned the uh, good married um, from EDC before, and mm-hmm. another person um, that I was just looking at right now that, that says uh, it's, it's Eric Whitlover, who is the director of the the TMX group, um, saying stewardship is the accountability one has for leading the company with all its stakeholders stronger than when you arrived. How can you best help the company navigate the path to its best future? So another way of looking at it, right? And I think that that's, that's the big task for all of us. It's not only about talking about what's the purpose of the company. We also need to talk about what's the purpose of the leadership? What's the purpose of the board of directors? And in that discussion, I have just seen so much value and so much um, you know, more alignment and therefore more energy to actually bring the company to a much better place. And we're all sitting in a situation right now where companies are transitioning to a new you know, reality. What does it take to, to light a board of directors who, who has previously not taken these issues seriously? What does it take to turn them a light to this? It seems like it's a it's like a, a switch turns on one day. I think for, for some, yes, it is a switch. And for, for some, it, it's small drops. Hmm. And, you know, it's all of that, Bob, right? It could be the, the a child or grandchild. It could be the employees. It could be that talent of saying, you know what, no, we don't really want to work here because our values are not reflected in the values of the company. It could be the bank. It could be investors, you know, the, the asset managers, the, the BlackRock and, and State Street, as well as many others are asking these questions. It could be that article in the newspaper that suddenly says, what are we doing in this situation? It could be the situation we're in right now where we have this invasion of of Ukraine and and every leader needs to ask her or himself, where do we stand in this situation? It could be that we start realizing that the supply of today is not going to be the supply of tomorrow. And look at that, as I said, more exponential uh, position of, of the company. Do we have access to the resources we need? Do we give access to others for what they need? And can we, the products, the services we provide, are they going to be the products and the services of tomorrow? And if not, how do we change that? I, I have some questions that I'm asking from time to time. It's like, you know, if, if we look at the product mix or the service mix, whatever we call it, of today, so how much of that would be part of the solution to the world that we want, right? And and how many part of the problem? And if we start looking at that, and you will see that, especially the younger generation, we all say that um, that's not that young anymore. Uh-huh. They are. They, they're using their both their feet to walk away and their money to not purchase things that they want. Those people, the younger people, are, if we like it or not, 
the future, right? So if you want to have their purchase powers, their their employment, etc., in the future, you better listen and you better care about what it is that they say and figuring out how do we move this business to the place where we need to be for to be a successful business also in the future. So there's a lot of governance in this. There's a lot of ways of looking and seeing how do we structure, how do we put a strategy together that's for the future. And that's so exciting, right? And you can look at this as very complicated, but you can also look at this as very, very exciting. Right now is the time where board of directors, leadership, corporate secretaries really need to step forward and say, okay, we have tremendous power, but also responsibility in forming the world we want or therefore being stewards of the future. You're listening to Governance Matters, a Corporate Secretary Magazine podcast. So what is the most practical thing, say, a corporate secretary could do to, to kind of get the ball rolling? Let's say they've got a, uh, what you call a stale, a stale pail and mail board, and, and you've got a dynamic corporate secretary thrown into the mix. What, what, how, how could they get things, shake things up in there? I think we, we all need fresh perspectives from time to time. And what I've done in the book and also doing in, in, in the program, um, but in the book I have in each of the chapters 10 questions that I suggest that the board individually are answering just for themselves and then evaluating how good are we on this area. Mm-hmm. And then you know, the corporate secretary can kind of like get all of these scores, if we call it like that, for the different areas. How good are we at climate? How good are we at human rights? How good are we at you know, shareholder and stakeholder dialogue? How good are we on cyber security? How good are we on, you know, the new way of, of looking at data and, and being responsible? And by doing that, you will have suddenly a way to look at the alignment or lack of alignment. Often I see that we talk about the same thing, we think, but it's not until we we really realize that we have different views. And that alignment and, and getting the corporate secretary to have the, the everyone around the boardroom table being aligned is very powerful. Yes, then you can start looking to see how do we ensure that we get fresh perspective, being that you know, we educate the board of directors, the existing board of directors. Or you can also say, should we bring in some new perspectives? I think that we need to start looking to see how do we also bring in younger directors so we can you know, understand, again, who are our current and but also future stakeholders? How are they thinking? Yeah, board board refreshment is a, is another answer to uh, 
to, to the question of making boards more competent. Yes, but but it's not just taking you know saying okay, sorry, <laughs> you don't understand this. Those board directors that already serve have a lot of history, but also a lot of insight. Sure. And I'm not going to say, well, let's throw that out and then put in new. I'm saying, let's make sure that we give those existing board of directors training so they understand that. But at the same time, of course, have a bring in fresh perspective uh, in, in, in the boardroom and have a governance structure that ensure that we look at things with almost thinking out of the box. Right? We need to start thinking the unthinkable. We need to start asking those questions that are what what will happen in this situation. We need to look at scenarios. Has there ever been a time like this before that we can similar to this where it particularly, you know, the world that boards of directors in particular are, are, are changing their their function and their 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 view on the world, their their posture? That's actually a really good question. Um, first thing that comes to mind is the financial crisis. Um, I thought nothing happened after that, but <laughs> but, but yeah, <laughs> maybe that's a myth. I don't know. So so I think we are in I think we are in a situation now where where we are awakening um, the most powerful part of of the the company and. You know, we, we kicked off the, the competent boards movement uh, in Davos during the World Economic Forum back in 2019. So it's not that long ago. And at that point, you're totally right. There was most people were like, why should board of directors understand and care about environmental and social issues? That's not their job. And I was clear in saying, I believe that the board of directors are those that have that have and should have the long-term view of the company. Those that should ask the questions. Because, you know, yes, the C-suite have that as well, but the C-suite is in the business every single day. We need the board of directors to have a, a you know, perhaps not 30,000 feet of view but have a view of the short and the long term. Hmm. And I've talked to so many fantastic directors and I have the pleasure of working with so many. And, and so Michael Tresco, who was the chair of Unilever, once said to me, um, the right long-term outcome comes by taking the right short-term decisions. And from time to time, we forget that. We set a long-term goal but we don't set the goal for the next year that aligns to that long-term goal. We don't necessarily set it for the next week. So how do we ensure that we are looking at these transition plans with putting the long-term goals in place, but we also putting the short-term plans, the accountability, and aligning that to the business? I think that's, that's the, as such a key strategic insight that you need to have around the boardroom table. Making sure there are making sure there are sort of accountable short term goals leading up to your, your long term aspirations. Yeah. And that's why you need you need to have the questions of what will that world look like? 
in X number of years. Do we have access to employees, to the right talent? Do we have access to finance? What will it cost? Do we have access to the water we need? Do we have access to energy? Do we have access to you know whatever we need for supply to do what we do? And then, of course, on the other side, are anyone interested in what it is that we're doing? <laughs> right? That's that's those exponential questions. And I think we need to start having those discussions because otherwise, it's, it's unfortunately what we have seen now. We we're making you know decisions based on oh the world. Stand still. The world is not standing still, and I think we've seen that first with COVID, now with with war. That's another. It's another big question. Is also from both the corporate directors, but also from board members. Where do you want to serve? We've talked about you sit on a board. I say you serve, and where do you want to serve? And that's your Governance Matters podcast. My thanks to Hellebank Jorgensen. Her book is called Stewards of the Future. And thank you for listening. In Montreal, I'm Jeff Cossette.